Welcome to Watchpoint Radio, Mash Those Buttons, a podcast dedicated to Overwatch and its community. I am Jared, and I'm here with Jason Bond. What's going on? And Mikey Kenny. Yo, what's up? How are you guys doing? Uh, pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. All right. Overwatch this weekend. Yeah, last lots week. of Overwatch. <laughs> Lots of Overwatch. Well, well, Jason says it's pretty good. On cam, Mike just threw his hands in the air. <laughs> that, 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 that's how I'm doing. I'm just throwing his hands. I mean, it's just that air. kind of day. Ah, gotcha. It's, Listen, it's it wasn't day, all rainbows and butterflies with me either here, okay? Oh, okay. <laughs> My bad. Okay. See, Jason comes prepared. He's happy on the podcast. <laughs> Someone's going to balance him out. Oh, don't worry. True. There's some, uh, there's some, uh, there's some anger there in the other side too. So, <laughs> oh, balance yeah, I'm pretty is key. Sh- <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure uh, things might get a little heated once we get into topics <laughs> t- oh, today. Oh, yes, they okay. Will. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, this is Watchpoint Radio number eight. It's day is May 9th, and we will be publishing this on May 10th, hopefully. Uh, but yeah, today was supposed to be though. Actually, it's technically speaking, it's still the last day of Overwatch beta for us here in the United States. I mean, I guess you can count tomorrow because it got extended by 24 hours. Right. So you, you can count tomorrow because actually over the 10th at 10 a.m. Uh, Pacific time, and I guess on the East Coast that would be 1 p.m. So if you're on the East and you don't have to go to work or go to school. You can enjoy Overwatch up until 1 p.m. Eastern. Uh, sorry, yeah, 1 p.m. Eastern, which this show should be out by then. You only have a few hours. Go play now. Hit pause. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, the, thankfully, we we did get some extra time with Overwatch. I got some time to play on both PC and console. Mike, did you get the chance to play on console? No, I screwed up. I should have played some on console, and I just forgot. Uh, okay, well, well, we're going to get into that. Uh, let's get started with the mentions. Uh, two mentions this week. First of all, it looks like Blizzard has been sending out DMCAs for uh, Overwatch content using Source Filmmaker. So uh, I'm not sure if anybody's seen the pictures, or if you guys have seen the pictures, but there's a lot of pictures out there. With like 3D models of like Diva and Widowmaker, um, I think we saw I saw a really good May one yesterday. Yeah, you showed me that. Yeah, and that and that's really all from Source Filmmaker. There's an entire Steam community uh, for Overwatch uh, SFM, and it looks like uh, many of the community members have been getting DMCA takedown notices from Blizzard for their stuff. Uh there's actually in a, there's a whole uh what are they called deviant art. That's where that's where we were Deviant-art. yesterday. Deviant art, sorry, yeah. Uh there was a deviant art where uh pretty much just pretty much posts all that stuff, uh whether it be uh gifts, um what else? Uh just images, movies, things like that. It's 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 all good. Everything's there. And a lot of it is really, really good work, but apparently Blizzard doesn't like it. Uh, well, I shouldn't say that. It's not that Blizzard doesn't like it, but, you know, with a property like Overwatch, I mean, you have to defend your intellectual property. So if anybody is using it in any type of unauthorized way, you really need to 
shut that down. Uh, right. Exactly. Because the problem then begins if they let this go and then someone else comes in and does something crazy with it, <laughs> then and then they try to shut that down. There's I mean, why is yeah, it there's, okay? There's precedent. Like, yeah. Exactly. Um and that's the thing about well actually there there's already Overwatch porn well, yeah. out there. Yeah. <laughs> actually shit, I mean I just pulled up a picture right now with the medic standing behind Mercy looking at her ass as she bends over. <laughs> so so like bam, there it is. Like as soon as I as soon as I said something about it. Um but yeah, I mean it's kind of the same way, like I'm not sure if you guys know, but uh Xerox, you know, Xerox the company, the paper guys, they actually send out a notice every year to other copier companies saying that states that Xerox is not an industry term. Uh Xerox is not, you know, like it, it is a proprietary term. Like this, this belongs to us. Just to let you guys know, so you can't start saying, "Hey, you can Xerox this instead of copying." Because I think that that was a thing back in the eighties when Xerox. I actually don't even know when Xerox first started, but um, you know, people start like kind of like you know people replace Google with search now. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me Google it instead of simply let me search for it. They they uh, protect their intellectual property by doing that. But yeah, this is the same thing. Uh, they're they're just doing that. So maybe they probably don't necessarily want. Um, to do it, even though I don't know, I wonder what the difference is between this, like the stuff with the source filmmaker, and people drawing fan art. Uh, that's the thing. I don't know. I, 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 maybe we should t- check that out. That, that might be that's my, that might be some good off week content right there. Maybe just the fact that there's well, no, I don't know what the difference would be because like. <sighs> You might have to consult a legal expert. <laughs> <laughs> because that's a good, I think that's a pretty good question. Like, what, what, why can people draw fan art and but Blizzard not, not send... What's that? Well, why not? Why, why they can make fan art but not make motion fan But art. even, like, a lot of the stuff from the SFM group is not in motion. It's not movies. It's actually just still pictures. Because a lot of people do use Source Filmmaker for that. To make high-quality still pictures and Source, you know. People used to use Gary's mod for it, but Gary's mod is um I don't necessarily think it's it's really built for it. Not not the way Source Filmmaker looks. I've I've seen some amazing Source Filmmaker still images. Hmm. You know, you, you but, know it, it. I get why they're doing this, but it really sucks that they're, that they're doing it because there are some quality photos here that you can just go and do a search for. You know, like really funny ones too. Like there are some hilarious mock-ups they've done between TF2 and Overwatch. Yeah, oh, but I man. think they're trying to separate themselves from. I like I said, I get why they're trying to do it, but it is very funny. Some of these are awesome. Yeah, they're they're really good, and I I, just, I was just amazed at the quality of some of these uh, models that they have built. Yeah, still off the Source Engine. Yeah, still off the Source Engine, like. There's only a few that I saw that's like, okay, that's not that, you know, the, the, I can clearly tell the difference, but that May one was really good, and that one was in motion, you know? Uh, the ones with D.Va, her face looks a little off, I guess maybe because her face doesn't look as animated, and there's uh, also a trace for one only because her hair didn't necessarily move all that much. Like, it, it was too stiff, in my opinion. So, but I'm actually, I'm looking at a, I'm looking at a Zarya one right now, and she looks fucking phenomenal. You know, mm-hmm. like this is this is this is really cool. Uh, unfortunately, it's getting takedowns, but I think I am gonna look into 
you know, what the difference is, why they will issue takedowns for this, but not issue takedowns for, well, you know, what's the difference between that and fan art. Uh, but moving on to our next mention, which is about Overwatch porn. Actually, it kind of just roll into each other <laughs> because there has been some some Overwatch porn out there. Uh-huh. Uh, roll into each other. <laughs> har, har, har. Um, yeah, so it looks like the term Overwatch porn has, uh, well, not the term Overwatch porn, but uh, terms for Overwatch porn jumped up 817%. During open beta. <laughs> Guys, just play the game. <laughs> it could be girls. You don't know. Girls, yeah. I'm just saying, though. Like, girls watch porn. Probably guys. <laughs> it's more than likely guys. It could be girls. I mean, right. that's Mikey being, being fair, but at the same time, dude. Like, okay, come predominantly, on. it's probably male-dominated, let's be honest. But, I mean, there's. I'm sure some girl looked it up. Well, yeah, obviously. But, well, not obviously, but yeah, I would say definitely. But yeah, so like some of the yeah, 817% increase on May 5th. That's when the uh that's when the open beta started. Here are the top searches. <laughs> Overwatch Tracer, Cartoon <laughs> Overwatch, Car- Overwatch FUTA, I'm not sure what that means. SFM Overwatch, which I imagine that's sort I would think that's Source Filmmaker. I'm not sure if SFM means something else in porn. Overwatch Hentai, Widowmaker Overwatch, Overwatch Porn, Overwatch Mercy, Overwatch Cosplay. 3D Overwatch, Overwatch Parody, Overwatch Sex, XXX Overwatch. <laughs> Overwatch Tracer, um, did you guys see this graph? Overwatch Tracer being the highest, well, like, by a she, lot. Well, she is the cover art. She is. <laughs> but maybe maybe they weren't wrong to change they, that ass thing. No, maybe they should have kept it. It would have made people more happy this way. <laughs> have more people have more people playing open beta than uh you know looking looking up stuff on Pornhub. I, I think it's hilarious that Pornhub keeps dropping these insights. It's it's hilarious. It's not like they need actual marketing to get traffic, you know what I'm no, saying? It's porn it hunts, it, because it's porn it instantly gets traffic. It markets game. itself. Yeah. <laughs> what a product. Uh, but yeah, so people out there getting busy with Tracer, or at least in their minds they are. Just it's, it's pretty funny, but uh, yeah, that, in their that is hands. A yeah, that's <laughs> the same in their mind. Um, I thought Overwatch cosplay might be a bit higher, but it really is because there's not a lot of it yet. Like it, I don't, I think when the game Overwatch comes out, cosplay, be... there's tons of Overwatch cosplay. Well, I figure there's gonna be more yeah. when the game's out. I think you. I think they're looking for like deviant overall Overwatch cosplay. Oh, that's what they're looking for, and I, I don't think that's going to produce much right now. So, I mean, as the years go by, I think like uh, deviant cosplay in general, unless they make, which they do, a lot of cosplay deviants make their own, like make like alterations to the costumes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but with, I guess, with the current movement of uh, What's the, what's the word I'm, I'm looking for here? I guess fair representation of women in video games. We're going to mm-hmm. see less costumes uh, that are, I guess, skimpy. You know, I can't oh. think of a single costume in Overwatch that's like really skimpy. Even uh, like the tracer, like, that's why the tracer, some of the you know, stuff maybe. That's not skimpy. That's that's, that's dresses. I've seen, yeah, exactly. I've seen women wear that shit in real life, that's and they classy. were hot. But at the same time, like, it wasn't like, like oh my god, what a whore. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It wasn't anything like that. Like, it's, it's still classy. It looks nice. There's already crossplay. Crossplay? 
Yeah. Now, let's not go down this rabbit hole too deep. We have a whole other show to do. Why did you? Why did you? Ah, oh, God. I have to like. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, but that, that's it for the mentions. Let's move into our actual show, which is a little odd because we usually have patch notes because we've been doing this from the beta, and they've been, you know, we do the show bi-weekly, so there have been patch notes pretty much every time we've done a show, except today. So, and I'm assuming going forward, it's going to be like that as well. Patches are going to be coming out way slower than they used to, which is expected. Uh, But yeah, let's, we're going to talk about the open beta a bit because, you know, we, 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 me and Mike have been playing a closed beta for a long time. They had a closed beta weekend, which did kind of like if some of the noobs started to filter in and then early access open beta more noobs filtered in. Yes, they did. But man, on the 5th, the floodgates were open. Yes, they were. The floodgates were open. I mean, people who I knew were waiting for this game, right? For months. You know, I have a friend, he's been waiting for this game for months. He kept thinking that he was get, you know, he got an invite, and Blizzard kept playing him out. Because he, he was in the first uh, closed beta stress test. And ever since then, he's had the play button on his Overwatch, but it doesn't work for him. Oh. So, you know, for, for you know, a long time, he's been waiting to get and play Overwatch. I think he played Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, or Tuesday and Wednesday. And after Wednesday, he would not play solo queue. I bet you I might know why. Yeah. <laughs> does, it, does it involve a certain certain hero? No, 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 it doesn't involve a certain hero. <laughs> we'll get into that. No, but, uh, definitely not a certain hero. No, but yeah, it's the, I think it was the quality of the player, and it really raised some concerns. Like, I, I understand not being good at Overwatch when you first start playing it. Like, from a character perspective, you don't necessarily know what you're doing. Uh, you don't know the maps. Things like that. But what I was saying, and I don't know if you were saying the same thing about it, or maybe even you too, uh, Mikey, mm-hmm. is that just ba- bare FPS, um, you know, fundamentals, people just weren't following, you know, no situational awareness, right? you know, making terrible decisions. Right, but <sighs> I think that also comes with not knowing maps. A lot of no. the situational... I think a lot of the situational awareness problems were. Like, they didn't know like where the hideouts were for certain heroes yet. I like, can't, where they, can't, can't where the camping spots. You, you, you can only say that so much, though. I mean, it, it comes down to the situational awareness, which, yeah, you might not know where all the hiding spots are, but, you know, I treat it as my character is always on a swivel. I am always looking for every possible direction and keeping my mind out. And, you know, Kathy was like, the first day the beta went live, you know, where we could all play, Kathy went and watched, and she's like, I'm excited. I think I can go and do this. And then she watched me pick up Lucio once, and I played one game with everybody, and it was hectic as all hell. I was all over the place, keeping everybody alive, getting kills, like my camera was constantly moving, and then she just looked at me and she's like, yeah, on second thought, and then she walked off. (laughs) <laughs> like you know i know that i might be a bit spastic in that regard but you, like nobody watched well, their corners at all nobody looked at their you know watched their ass at all they're constantly just looking in one direction and tunneling and it was a huge problem it's not even just that though but you know bashing for noobs is a problem okay 
But when you go around a corner and you just get sh- chopped down by a bastion, why would you do that same exact thing again? See, that's the problem. Okay, now that's that's where a lot of people not changing or adapting to the situation. That Bingo. is the biggest problem I found. Bingo. Like that that is the biggest problem. No one wanted to change. No one wanted to adapt. No one mm-hmm. understood the fact that the game is balanced in the sense of this hero cannot beat all the other heroes. Mm-hmm. Like right. fairly. So, no, yeah, that was the biggest right. issue. And I even understand, like, you know, you die once, and you think, well, maybe if I do this with this character, you know, I can I can do something and try again, and right. then maybe die again. I get that. Trying different things with the same character, but finally being like, okay, I need to try something else here. But just to go around the corner, get chopped back down by a bastion, or mm-hmm. have no teammates around you, mm-hmm. and go in and rush the other team. Going in one at a time, yeah. I saw that constantly. There was, yes. there was a lot of hero dynamic. Everyone thought that they could be the hero and save everybody from the whatever what the fuck was fucking everybody up. Yep. But yeah. that's just not how this I works. Have to, I, I have to give this to, to Mikey completely. This was the sole biggest thing that brought so much rage in the beginning and then, you know, disheartening feelings afterwards. People refused to change and to adapt to, to, to handle any other comp. And it got to the point of where I haven't really played now since uh, Saturday, the last time we all played. And I, I think I've come to the decision that I don't think I can play this game in solo queue and I can only play with people that I know. But even then, some of those people I know were, you know, just, you know, fucking around and still not changing. And, you know, like, oh, it's just a game. It's just a game mentality. I'm like, yeah, it's just a game. I have fun, but I like to win. I like yeah, that's the thing. Like, part of winning, part of winning is fun, and it gets frustrating when mm-hmm. you are uh, constantly losing. Yeah, when you're constantly losing, or people won't switch characters. So, I mean, I had to, and I said something to this to the group that we were playing with uh, while we were playing. I said, you know, when this one game, I switched characters three mm-hmm. times to address specific issues, mm-hmm. and every time I switched, I was successful. But the thing is, it left a gap in the character that yes. I left, and nobody was switching to adjust. It's like when, when me and you play, if if we need to output a lot of damage, and I'm the support, or I'm the healer, and I'm like, I need to go attack, Mike, he's like, okay, I'll go healer. And we switch, and we have won many times doing that. Yep. Right, you know? well, that's or, because, like, you feel a certain healer slot that I can't fill, and then I feel a certain healer slot that, like, you, you and I have different specialty and healer slots. Like right. I'm good at like I'm good at like focus heal. Like I'm gonna make sure everybody's up at all times. You're really good at damage healer. Like mm-hmm. Zenyatta, for instance. It's like Zenyatta Mercy. I feel like I'm a better Mercy, you're a better Zenyatta. Oh, I definitely they, tell you that, yeah. 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 So it's like when we need a mercy, yeah, I'm jumping in, jaw take take some damage. But if we need like more damage with a little bit of heals and Stuff like that is kind of like, okay, Jaw goes in Yada, I'll back out of Mercy and do this. And, and same thing goes for, I feel like each of us fills a different hole. Like, I'm a certain way with attackers than you are, or tanks and defenders and all that. You just kind of have to see what pieces is your specialty, like what you're good at, and then if that is not what's needed at the time, switch out with someone who is good at that and fill their void. Right, and you know it, it. That was only that was only a part of it, though. You know, 
too, because on the other side of that, it came down to where I wanted to play other classes. I got pigeonholed constantly in certain heroes. You know, I wanted to try playing Reaper a little bit. I wanted to try playing, you know, Zarya more. I wanted to try doing this, but I fucking couldn't. And it gets so frustrating when I keep getting pigeonholed. Nobody's going support. All right, I'll go support. You know, all right, we need to put out, you know, damage because the group is all in one area and I'm playing a Mercy because that's what I want to play right now, but I can't because everybody's screwing up. So, you know, I have to switch to Lucio or, you know, if we finally do get a support that's playing, I have to, I'm pigeonholed into playing Junkrat all the time, which I'm really freaking good with Junkrat and Soldier 76. Sometimes I want to try out a different class. Can't do it. Nobody wants to change. People don't communicate and they just freaking, oh God. Normally when it comes to shooters, I love it when people do the same stupid shit over and over well, and over again, because that's I, how I knife people, and I love it, and it's fantastic. Well, I mean, if you look at my time right now, my highest Ugh. played is, like, Symmetra with three hours. I don't believe it's May. <laughs> and I, I want to play more May. Guess you can't play more May. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> like, because, no, we need the Symmetra. Mm-hmm. We need the... Because no one wants to play... And I get it. Symmetra is a hard hero. Not a lot of people want to be like, out of the gate, let's play Symmetra. I completely mm-hmm. understand that. You don't want your team pissed off because you don't know where to lay your sentry turrets. That's fine. Completely understand. There are some level higher-ups, though, that I'm just like, I've seen them play constantly, and I'm like, no, you. this is literally all you play. Literally all you play is attackers. That's that's all. Like, come mm-hmm. on. Right. Well, that's that, that's really tough on your team. I mean, maybe on like, in a... In a, in a truly competitive aspect, like when you're on a team team mm-hmm. and you're playing against other teams, like bam, I, I am Reaper or I am Soldier 76 or I am really good with Farrah and that's what you do. But even in those scenarios, Overwatch is built for you to adjust on the fly. You know? So yep. if you can't play these other classes, how can you possibly adjust on the fly? I you say know? like and, from about levels 1 to 25 you need to learn the mecha- how to actually like or 1 to 20-something. Like, you're learning mechanics of the game. Like, you're not learning meta yet. You're still learning, like, how to hold the payload, how to block certain things, how to deal with certain things, how to run, how to shoot properly for all the heroes. For And, that's what, and then by that point, you probably picked about two heroes in each subcategory that you kind of like. Like, you've got two attackers... Two defenders, two tanks, two supports you kind of like. And then from there on, you're growing in those two characters. And then about 50 to about 60, that's when you start really playing the whole rainbow. You right. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like, I don't think anyone got that high in the open beta. I don't think anyone got to that like rainbow of hero moment. Um, I think some of us, though, can certainly come pretty close to fitting that. Like, I know, you know, John well, and I here, we, and yourself even, we could fit that for the most right. part. but we've been playing in the beta. Like, you, like some I'm talking have. about the... the, the <laughs> like some people. Cat, I'm players. saying, like, brand new. Like, we played with a lot of people this weekend that had zero hours in on this and probably haven't played a shooter like this in... God knows how long. Like outside of like, a, they might have played Call of Duty, but like that's not like this at all. They might play right. Destiny, but that's well, not like know, this at all. Well, you know, there was a shit ton of Team Fortress players who also got into this. It's true, uh, and you could easily pick those out for how dominating they were. 
Yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like, there are a lot of players. I understand there's a lot of players you haven't played before, but at the same time, there's a lot of things that you don't need to play the game to understand, like teamwork. Like, you know, if they don't understand the meta of certain characters, that's fine. I get that. I totally understand that. I even understand certain people sticking on certain characters. Now, me and Bond's group, that was a little different because some of the you know, some of the people who were playing were familiar with multiple characters, you know, but yet they wouldn't mm-hmm. make changes. But, you know, the... with with uh, There was just so much non-teamwork going on. I've, I've rarely ever heard anybody get on comms. Barely anybody talked. Even on um, chat, like the, the text chat. Mm-hmm. Nobody's using that. People were just running around. You know, the you times know? I did get on yeah. comms for that, uh, it really was a 50-50 chance that I was going to get discouraged from doing it. There were definitely, you know, you know, curse words and racial slurs that were thrown at me when I was trying to help people out and direct a little bit. And, you know, and it always it was always when I was playing a support, and each time I'd be like, hey, guys, don't overextend. You're overextending too much. Look at right. that. We lost because of that. Or, hey, I've got all of these people gunning for me, and then they're just wiping you guys out because, you know, you're not paying attention to your surroundings. Or, you know... I wanted to play Zenyatta way more than I got to. Couldn't do it because the team couldn't handle it. You know, stuff like right. that. Like it, it was con- It was consistent. There is yeah. a little bit of handholding and teaching. Yep. I had to do a lot of. Te- like I didn't just play. With, I played with like people brand new and stuff. Yep. And so there was a lot of like teacher moments where it was like, okay, everybody, I need. If you want to win this. Group behind me. I need one other person to go diva. All right, me, you, you and me, diva. I'm going to jettison in, block all the shots. I need you to jettison right behind me, block all the shots. Everybody else, storm. And like it would work, but I would literally have to be like, yep. okay, children, let's let's get together now. Uh, I, I had the same thing, mostly on console when I played it on the console. It was like that, but you know what I found. The funny thing about the console version I wasn't expecting, whether I was playing with my friends or solo queuing on console, people listened more on console I, than they did I, on PC. I will agree with this. They like, listened more. Like, because there would be nobody talking, people running around. I start speaking, and, and I start saying, I need this. We need to do that. Lucio, you need to do this. This Reaper needs to go here. I'm going to do this thing. And people would actually start listening and doing the things, and we would start winning. This is That's where what the, I was finding on the console version, the which I thought was interesting. It, you know, ends up coming in, which was that it wasn't all bad, though, on the PCN for us. You know, there were times where we would win. There were times where I would go up and somebody's like, come on, guys, we need to do this. And I'm like, hey, I'm like, this isn't a fight where you need to be a mercy. We need a Lucio right now. Or, or hey, if you do this, you can do this. You know, and we were able to successfully lead teams sometimes and do pretty good with it. And it was a ton of fun when we had those games that were neck and neck where you're both at 99% on a point, you know, and you you get your team to just come together at that last second or people go and switch and make the changes. You know, it, it would really work sometimes. And it was it was really rewarding and fun when it did. It's good, though, that you got to have a, a different aspect of that on console, I guess. Yeah, on console is different. And I mean, the beta, but here's the here's the kicker, though. The PC, there were lots of low-quality players. The console version, my God. They, they, <laughs> the, the, the quality of player was that much lower. Now, I think it's because a lot of console players have never experienced anything like this, not even like TF2, because TF2 launched on console just never went anywhere because the interface wasn't that great. Hmm. 
Um, I mean, the good things for Overwatch console. Here's here's the thing. Like I said, people listen. That's a community thing, though. But it plays at 60 frames. There were no drops. The aiming is real. It's really smooth. It's really smooth. I found out that I think they they worked with Treyarch on getting the aiming working. Smart for for the console versions. Smart. Very smart because that Treyarch, was yeah. yeah, it was super smooth. Now, obviously, I mean. Playing with a controller, no matter what anybody says, is not equal to playing with mouse and keyboard. It is no. not impossible. So there were some scenarios like I was trying to pluck out a um, a Farah with a with a Soldier seventy six, and it was so difficult for me to do because I'm used to being able to just like point and click, you know. But that I actually have to like keep it on. But go, you want to say something? Mikey? Did you try to plug a mouse and keyboard into the console? No, I did not. Okay. I'm Why curious. is that supposed to be a thing? I don't know, but I'm curious because the PlayStation, the Playstations, you've always been able to plug a mouse and keyboard in, right? So I'm wondering if that could be possibly a thing, but I'm not 100 percent sure. That would be if that was the case, I would do it, and that would be everybody I played against would be such a, at such a disadvantage. Like I think, out of fairness, Blizzard should not allow that. I would have to. I don't know if it's actually a thing or not, so I, I'm not going to confirm or deny it. I would definitely would want to see if it's possible. I mean, I could try. Maybe when I get a chance, I'll, I could have another mouse. Like I have my laptop mouse, I could just plug it in there. Uh, it's, it's it's RFID, so maybe I'll try that. But you know, yeah, I mean, the the controls for a console shooter are great. It's on par with Destiny. And if anybody listened to N Orbit when I when I was on it. That's the one thing I gave Destiny is how good it felt when you were playing it, like from a shooting perspective, you know. And um, yeah, the, the the controls are right up there, super smooth, very easy to get target acquisition. Actually, some it was a little bit too easy because Widowmaker, yo, I was destroying people with Widowmaker. I thought I was gonna have a really tough time. I thought I was gonna have a really tough time with Widowmaker. No, dog. Oh my god, I was like, Widowmaker already has it too easy. Yeah, so like I was getting headshots. I was getting better headshots on console than I was on PC, and I think that has to do with how good the the target acquisition is. Like you know, to 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 get on somebody's head and stay there. With you mix that with the limited movement of console, because you know what people on console aren't doing? Jumping and shooting, jumping around. They're not doing that. A lot of them stay on the ground. You know, they just, they don't have, they just really don't have the mobility. It's very easy to track their movements and then boom, you know, they're gone. Now I couldn't, it's, I can't, well, actually with Symmetra is one of the only characters that you can jump and shoot with, uh, because what you just hold down the trigger and as long as you're facing in their direction, you can jump around them. That saved me a lot. Oh, on console, I fucking dominated with it. It's probably somebody on the forums right now typing an angry message about how <laughs> overpowered Symmetra is because of that. Oh, Another thing, I, I guess a lot of people who played Overwatch didn't pay attention to any streams or didn't read up on any of the characters. You know how many people I killed with Symmetra's uh, secondary? Secondary? Oh, yeah. People do not pay attention to that shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's just that, but like, so we're on Anubis, right? And Reinhardt's coming in with the shield, and I'm just popping the secondary, and I keep hitting him through the shield. He does not realize that you know, I'm going straight through him, and not only am I hitting him, it's going through him and hitting the people behind him, and all he is over and over again for me killing people behind the Reinhardt. Oh, man. 
that's only gonna last so long. <laughs> I well, gotta that's, enjoy it that's while one I can. of those that's one of those like, oh I don't know what this is. Oh my shield's got this. What the fuck we're all dead. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I got so many. Uh but uh, also with the console I'm seeing a lot of people having trouble actually no I wanna start with this. I'm seeing a lot of people do double heroes. I saw way more double heroes on console than I ever saw on PC even during the open beta. I'm talking um, double double soldier seventy six, double Genji, double Bastion, double Torb, so double Reaper. I saw and, a lot of double I saw a lot of double soldier seventy six this lot. weekend. And I do not know why. Uh, I don't know why I saw character. double soldier six. He's the he's the base. Like whenever you, even my, my one of my friends started playing for the first time, right? Um, and I think he still might buy the game. I'm not sure. But yeah, start, start, he started playing for the first time, and whenever we were in trouble, he'd just go back to Soldier 76. That's all he knew. And I kept trying to tell him, like, dude, you just got to use another character and get used to it. But that might be his crutch. Like, that might be the, 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 the problem. Mm-hmm. Um, but I saw a lot of that. You know who is harder to use? McCree. Mm-hmm. What? McCree, McCree is harder yeah. to use. The Fan Hammer, it's... It's harder to uh, oh, control the fan hammer. It's not just the shots. aiming. It's the controlling of the fan hammer. It's harder to control the fan hammer on console than it is on PC, for sure. Because on PC, you just kind of tug the, the mouse down, and that's it. But on, on the console, it feels like the fan hammer goes like this. Like, you know, like, like this. Like, well, like, people can see what I'm doing right now. I, <laughs> it, go, it, like, wibble wobbles back and forth. It, it's not the same. It, I think it should be worse on PC since you have the mouse to kind of steer it a little easier. But that's weird that it's easier on or harder on console. But it I guess because it's on stick, it's harder to move it. It's harder. It's harder to, to yeah. Because if you try pulling it down, you probably pull it down too far. Right, and you'll miss those headshots. Yes. Yeah. So I saw a lot of double McCree shooting shots and hitting nobody. To be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, See, lots of trouble with people playing Reaper. They're playing him wrong. Like, so people, I guess they thought that the teleport was just supposed to be some type of escape mechanism or some type of movement mechanism to, like, you know, that you can, like, fake somebody out. So I'd be in the middle of a fight with a Reaper, and he'd start to teleport and try to teleport behind me. So I take half of his health while he's in front of me. I turn around, he's finishing the teleport, I take the rest of his health, and he dies. I've had Reapers try to teleport right to my face when I'm in like in a, in a above position. As Junkrat, nonetheless. Huh. <laughs> you know? So, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, I had one Reaper on Hanamura, right? He teleported up to where I was. So as he's teleporting in, I throw a, uh, a trap down. And he gets caught in it when he materializes. And I just sit there and I wait. And then right before he gets free, I throw my mine at him and blow it up. And he <laughs> dies. <laughs> he dies. And so I just wanted I did that so he can remember that's a really bad idea to do. You know, he'll remember that for next time. Uh, yes, you friend. did it for him. He yes, I did it for him. Friend. You know, I'm all yeah. Ja mm-hmm. is for the people. Ja's about education. Or Ja. <laughs> uh, He's but, only uh, killing you so you can learn from your stupid mistakes. Yes. <laughs> I'm also seeing a lot of people on console have trouble with Bastion. I they they I uh, I think they are going to actually have to do something about Bastion on console, but I don't know what they could do about Bastion on console to fix him. 360 degree turn, take it away. It's not I'm literally thing. saying like take away the 360 degree turn. 
Because then that gives Tracer the chance to get behind him and just spray. But that's that's overall. Lots of Bastions don't sit out in the open. They sit on a wall. You know? And that's you what can I'm still get behind him, though, and then he can't turn his turret around. Right. Even but if he, he's on a wall, like you can still he like, transform get so fast, though. Well, then he can transform, but that gets him out of turret mode. Right, right. And that's the key, is getting him... Force him out of turret mode. I just and don't know, because even actually, even out of turret mode, he's super powerful. Really, really the problem is... He can is outshoot the- a Reaper. I was getting outshot by Bastion as Reaper up close on console. That's yeah. how... It, it, I ran into yeah. that once or twice with some characters that I know should have killed him. I've gotten killed as Zarya when I'm powered up right in front of him with a shield. And I'm like, no, yeah. that should not be happening. In turret mode or in, in normal turret mode? mode? Okay, oh, well, in turret mode, he's going to no, yeah. destroy he's gonna you. He's going to destroy you if you stand right in front of you. Like, in turret mode with Zarya, you got to like weaken him up a little bit. You know, like, you know, pop in, pop out, shoot out, like, one or two the yeah, real, um, the balls. Real... And, and, then, and then you power up and you run into him. The, the real thing. problem I've never seen is Reinhardt Mercy Bastion is yeah. becoming super prominent in just about every defense, especially Temple Anubis. Oh my god. If I can go to Temple Anubis without seeing a Bastion one time, Bastion Mercy Reinhardt Widowmaker, I will be impressed. Because every single time I've done Temple of Anubis, Widowmaker is hanging in the far back side. Sniping people, just finishing off people. That Bastion's like softening up with the turret. Reinhardt's sitting there like this. Mercy's just damage boosting and just waiting to heal if necessary. Yeah, like it's it's like it's not the game isn't so much about like how do I capture the point now. It's like how the hell do I deal with that Bastion and then at the same time dodge this Widowmaker. Right. Junk well, rat. I mean that's the thing. Like, they're like, but that's on PC. That still requires a team of people. On console, one person goes Bastion, and that's killing four or five people on I, your team. I it. Like it was so bad, and then people going, people going double Bastion, they just couldn't handle it. And so they would go Bastion, and people would still just stay so seventy six, they stay Tracer, they stay Reaper, and then I just go Hanzo and pluck them off. Like <laughs> you know, what I'm saying? Like, just at a distance of kill them. Hanzo, double Bastion, double Torb was a huge turrets are a huge problem for people on consoles. It was a really, really, really noticeable thing. And that's what I'm talking about. I don't know what Blizzard can actually do to fix that without changing the character. They're gonna have to do they're gonna have to do something about Bastion because he's going to ruin the casual play. And while we say like it, he doesn't matter to the pro play, like that's great and that's whatever, but but if you de- if you destroy your casual market, you're destroying a lot of income coming into the game. Right. Well, they remember they did try to nerf him so that the casual he was more easily killable for the casual, so he wouldn't have to deal with him. Look what happened. They just like oh, they made all these changes again. Now he's a problem again because you know he he, he like he became uh, useless pretty much. Like why have a bastion at all? Right. He just died. Well, you know? I still, I still think if they would just get rid of the 360 degree, like I think that, that would, would be just, helpful. That would definitely be helpful. If I they think got rid that of would degree. solve a lot of the issues. Right, right. I really do. I don't. I'm. I just, I just feel like if they added that one thing, like they kept that one thing that was about his core part, like obviously don't give him a fucking shield ever again in the front. Yeah. That was dumb. But like, just put back that 
that he can only shoot in front and to the side as a turret. So I don't know. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. It makes yeah, that that makes total sense, and I, and I agree. Um, but yeah, it was I was seeing people get mowed down by him and Torb on console. Uh, console players I found do not upvote the healer. Yeah. I mean, I was getting some awesome heals in there, and they would just vote up the person who got playing the game. Like, you serious? That guy hit Q. I saved your life. Like, come on. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, not just on consoles. I find that happens more often than not, too, even on PC yeah, games. On PC, if I'm healing, I'm more than likely I'm getting the boots. Like, unless somebody yeah. did something incredible. Right. You know? That goes for everything in PC. And I've seen heal healers get the vote all the time. Like, even if they didn't even do a good job. Like, I, I even, will see that, I've, too, yeah. I've, I have seen shit mercies. Like, I don't care they healed 11,000 damage. They didn't save you. They were just topping people off all game. And then they would still, like, res at horrible times. Yeah, that, that I, I have <laughs> seen plenty of that. I had somebody on console res a fucking Symmetra right in front of me. And I was a Reaper. So she rezzed, I waited, pop, pop, gone. Like, that, that was it. I'm like, oh, poor person. Bad mercy. Or, or Lucio ults when, like, nobody's around. Yes, yeah. Like To, to yeah, like, save himself or some stupid shit like that. Like, come on, bruh. Now, yeah. the, I'll be, this, this is the last thing I'm going to say about consoles, and then I'll be ready to move on. One of the biggest problems I have with console is that you can only use one voice channel at a time. Right now on PC, like we could be on Discord, TeamSpeak, Ventrilo, Skype, together, have our own group chat, and still be in the team chat in the game. You cannot do that on console. And where I'm, what I'm worried about is that most people are going to play this game in party chat. They're going to queue up together. You're going to have two people talking to each other with two, with two other people and two other people, and that's your team. You know, three sets of people who are not communicating with each other. Yeah. You know, and that, I think that's 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 going to be a big issue. This is not like Destiny where nobody talks in Fireteam chat. You know, <laughs> nobody talks in Fireteam chat. Because fucking Bungie decided not to put that shit in until like two or three months after the game came out. Can you believe that shit? Let's mm-hmm. not talk about that anymore because I'm getting, Look, getting hot. We're not, we're not in orbit right now. Okay. <laughs> that's exactly. <laughs> but yeah, that's the thing. He, um, you can't do that. Because like I said, when I was talking to people in the beta and team chat, they were listening. They were listening. You know? And uh, that's, that thing, that's a huge issue. I really, I, there's nothing Blizzard can do about that. But I... I I don't know. I guess that just means get six, guys. Get six. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> but uh, I don't always want to play with six people. Like, sometimes I just want to... I really wish I could solo queue this. Like, I just want to, but I, it just, it's just not worth it. No. Yeah, solo queuing is, it, is it, very... It sucks, too, because during the solo queue that I did, I'd get frustrated. Then I would try to go and play with, like, a group of friends and stuff, and I would try to lead. Or, you know, I would try to you know, basically be a team player, it would come off as just me being a dick sometimes when it wasn't intentional, when I was trying to run people, you know, or trying to, like, give advice and stuff, and everybody's like, no, they just want to play their own thing, and you know, and try it out, and I'm like, 
you know, and I, again, I have to augment my play style and how I am with it. And I have to, you know, sacrifice for that, you know, but I, again, I don't mind teaching people and helping people, but most people refuse to be taught or to, you know, to even try and learn. Yeah. That, I think that, that is a, a big problem. Um, that so it's the pride behind it. Like, yes. it, look, you know, I've been playing this game for months now. I'm trying to help you, you know, that's what one of my friends, he was really, like, you know, I would, when I would tell him how to do it, he was very open mm-hmm. to, to it. And I understand that you want to learn how to play it yourself yep. to a degree. Uh, you know, my play style may not be your play style, but this isn't Unreal Tournament. This isn't Counter-Strike. This isn't uh, Call of Duty, where your player is just a base, and you load them up with weapons and things like that, and you can play with your style. These characters are made to be played in certain ways. You know, yep. you're not going to take a Reaper head first into a fight. I'm sorry. That's just a bad idea to take Reaper and his 250 health still is a bad idea. Take him head first into a fight. You know, I saw people playing with D.Va and shooting at people at a distance. Like, why are you just sprinkling them right now? You're sprinkling them. <laughs> They're giving them a nice, you're literally a nice doing, lead massage. <laughs> you're literally doing zero damage while Lucio is standing around. Like, exactly. Literally zero. Like, you're not even going to do more damage than he is healing per second. I had to explain to him when I was playing consoles. Like, dude, you go to the Reinhardt, you stand in fucking front of him, you pull the trigger, and you do not let go. You do not let go of that trigger. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Like, just keep hitting it, because he's going to have to make a move. He's either, A, going to just stand there and let his shield break, or, B, he's going to have to try to hit you. At that point, eh, then you can kind of change up what you're going to (laughs) do. But... That's the thing, like, you know, you, people, there, there is a lot of pride sometimes, and I yes. get that, but this isn't that type of game where you can have your own play style. You're not going to play Mercy your way. You're not going to play Lucio your way. You're either going to be good at playing Mercy or bad at playing Mercy, <laughs> you know? Because exactly. she is made, she's made to be played in a certain way, you know? The, oh. I get, actually, the funny what thing mean? is... What are you talking about? That pistol does damage. We can the, do damage, Mercy. The pistol Mercy. does damage, yes. Do- <laughs> I, I but, have done it in a couple of clutch moments where I've taken out that Reaper or Tracer that was coming after me. Right. I mean, but I that's not supposed to be hitting her default. She's not it. supposed to be Soldier 76 <laughs> in up the front line, you know, <laughs> trying to kill somebody. You can't do offensive mercy. I shouldn't have to tell somebody, I did, though. I, did, okay. I shouldn't have to tell somebody as a mercy, hey, stand behind that wall so they don't fucking hit you and then heal me. You know, I shouldn't have to tell people that, but I do and I want to because I want them to survive. And they don't listen. It's a it's a bigger problem. I know it's not the game's fault. I have to make sure I keep that in the back of my head. It's not the game's fault. These characters are designed to be played a certain way. And this is designed and balanced around team play. Yes. So I try to augment, but sometimes that salt gets in there. That anger fucking just, you know, it starts building. I'm like, and then, you know, I'm like, all right. I'm an adult. I'm gonna put this down, and I'm gonna play. I'm, t- I'm gonna play with uh, friends at that point. Yeah, I will say, and this is not just to say, like with the disappointment that I think we had because me and you played Friday night, and that mm-hmm. shit was like disheartening. Uh, uh, how, many, how many losses we ran into on Friday uh, night? I I actually had a good time playing it on console. <laughs> I did have a good time. I'm getting it on both. This is I was a little weary, leery of getting it on console, and the only reason I was going to get it is because I know I was going to have friends playing, but I was like, man, I'm really not going to have a good time. Nah, I'm, I'm going to have a good time playing on console. So, 
thumbs up for for those who are gonna get it on console and uh who are getting on both like me. I'm just gonna get like, I'm not gonna pre order. There's no reason to pre order on a console. So I'm just gonna get it the day it comes out. I might get it when it's on discount. Yeah. Yeah, if if it catch, it on, on catch it on Amazon or something like that. Or a used copy or something. Oh yeah, probably. Actually you'll probably catch it. Yeah, actually you know what? Lots of kids gonna get it. It's not gonna be Call of Duty. They're gonna trade the shit in. See, yeah. that's, but you know what? I don't like buying used copies like that in the beginning because it's only five dollars off, and the developer gets none of that. That's just GameStop. You well, know, yeah, or but I'm already giving buy. the developer. My, I'm already buying the game once on one con- on one thing. Would you your rather have? Would you rather cross-play. Would you rather have your money go to Blizzard or GameStop? <laughs> that's what. That's the real question here now, Mike. No, but do I go into Activision or GameStop? Activision puts out great games. They do. Activision puts out Call of Duty. No, Activision <laughs> puts out Call of Duty, but Activision Destiny. also... Destiny. De- Call of Duty, <laughs> Destiny, Transformers, Sky, what you call it. Which um, was the last good Transformers <laughs> you know, I don't even know the yeah, name of it. you know like, who did the last Transformers game? Platinum. And that's Platinum. the only reason they got but my Activision's money. But Activision's the publisher. You know what? Are you going to buy the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle game coming out? Yeah. Why not? You laughing at me. I'm like, what's so funny? <laughs> Who told the joke? <laughs> I guess no one. <laughs> well, you don't what? You didn't like the last Transformers? It was good. It was it was good. I bought it. I liked my time with it. I traded the fuck it back in. But <laughs> I, I liked it. It was 50 bucks. It was not bad. No, it wasn't bad. But I was once I was done, I was done. Okay. What yeah. I mean, like, okay, I'm, uh, there's nothing wrong just, with that. It just told me I was gonna red box the next game like it. That's pretty much what it told me. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's like I was like, I'll go to Redbox, buy it, rent it, and there we go. I I still have the Transformers because sometimes when but I'm do like, do you play it? Well, when I'm on the phone with people, sometimes I'll pop it in and I'll I'll go for it. I'll, I'll play it. It's a good phone game for me, and sometimes because <laughs> it's a hard game. That's a, if you want to get, it is you, a hard game. Yes, it's a hard game. So I like a challenge. Thank you very much. Sometimes I want to get the S ranks on the different levels, but I can't do all that at one time because then it gets frustrating. You got to back out a little bit. You know what I'm saying? And then it becomes fun again. You're not I, you, Activision. Your backlog. Maybe, Activision. Like, oh yeah, it's large. <laughs> It's okay, that's what I'm saying. It's the like, only reason my PS3 the is still hooked up. Transformers, you could be finishing out your backlog. That's all I'm saying. Activision, while they may be the devil that made Call of Duty what <laughs> well, it they're is, they're not EA. They're but... not EA one. But on top of that, uh, and the I do blame Activision. Sort of, they're partially responsible for the death of Assassin's Creed because. If Activision wouldn't have started the Call of Duty model the way it was, Ubisoft would have never been like, we need to have a yearly game, we don't have Madden, we don't have a shooter, we can't do this to Rainbow Six, what do we have? Assassin's Creed, make that shit yearly. Worst Ubisoft decision ever made, because there has not been a good Assassin's Creed, uh, the, the best one was Brotherhood. Brotherhood was the best one. After that, they have been unable to make a really good Assassin's Creed. And Assassin's Creed 4 was only good because... Oh, Black Flag was only good because of the naval combat. That was it. They, I, I partially blame Activision for what they did causing, like, you know, for, for Assassin's Creed. Regardless, we're away from Overwatch at this point, and this is Watchpoint. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
Hey, well, people need to know. They need to know where I stand. <laughs> where you stand with Activision? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> At least they leave Blizzard alone. To where they let Blizzard do whatever the fuck they want, basically. So, good on them for that, at least. Mostly. Mm-hmm. Mostly, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, let's move on to something I wanted to discuss. Actually, I think I wanted to discuss it last week. But I wanted to see if it was better. I'm not sure. Did we talk about this on podcast before? I made a, po- did, a yes. post. I made, yeah, I made a post that became a blue post about the netcode. Jeff Kaplan actually responded, and he was like, well, you know, so let's see if the netcode gets better during open beta, because it's going to be more people playing, and uh, we have some adjustments we're going to make. I'm like, okay, great. I'll wait till open beta. Sadly, I must report, it is not good enough. Actually, I have a video that I'm, well, I'm, I'm going to make a new post on uh, the Blizzard forums. And I have a video that shows me getting hooked through a solid object by a roadhog. Uh-huh. And I can see myself getting hooked by a, through a solid object. The person who actually killed me wasn't the roadhog. It was the Winston next to me. And the Winston saw me get hooked through a solid object as well. That means right. the roadhog was lagging. If anybody was lagging, it was the roadhog. Right, because it was in favor of the shooter. Yes, exactly. Yep. So, you know... And I don't, I don't want to get, too, I guess, maybe too deep into it because there's not much to discuss here. We'll just have another bitch fest about netcode. But <laughs> 250 milliseconds is just too high. Like, that to, to make that the allowable ping range, it's too high. I'm sorry. And I know that they want to uh, trust the shooter. That's their mentality. But that's just not fair to us with lower pings. Uh, you know, well, during open beta, I had so many times, like, I got, I got, I remember getting shot by a McCree, a McCree alt after I had clearly left his line of sight, you know, clearly yep. left his line of sight. I've had that happen. I've, I've left line of sight and still been killed by high noon. Yeah. Actually, I just found out today that Genji can reflect that. I yes, didn't know he that. can. I did not and know. It, that. Was, it is glorious to do it. Yeah. Too. McCree <laughs> flies back so far. Like when he does that, I, I, I never knew that, but, um. Yeah, it's just not fair. The one, you know, for stuff like that. But two, if I make a split second decision that should have saved my life, it, it gets nullified by the netcode. And I'm sorry, Overwatch team, you really need to do better on that because that will kill the game. Because it's, it's the thing like, I don't want to have to play with netcode in mind. I don't want to do something that one should have kept me alive or kept my teammate alive or should have made us win. And then it, like, it just doesn't matter and we lose. That makes me not want to play. The game, like it only takes really one thing to make somebody not play a game. Like for example, like I'm not sure if I told the story about why I don't play the division anymore. It's because I went to the dark zone. Me and a friend of mine went to the dark zone. We were in there for about two hours. We're fighting off other players. We're fighting off NPCs. We get this loot. I go to extract my loot. Bam! There's a bug in the game that doesn't let me extract my loot in the dark zone. I've been there for two hours. Oh no! And then that was the last time I talked. To, like we left the dark zone. I was like, uh, "John, I gotta be honest with you. I don't even want to play right now." <laughs> I, I mean, I feel your pain. Like I don't play games that have like bugs, like major bugs like that. Like Child of Light. Um, I was about twenty hours into that game, uh, and apparently there was a bug on PS4 where it would wipe your save data. Right. Wipe my save data. I lost 20 hours of gameplay and I was like near the end of it, I guess, or whatever, or whatever. I had racked up a lot of experience, gotten really far, got invested in the story. Haven't gone back fucking since. Yeah, because it's kind of like, it, 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 it sucks the way you drive to play, you know? Mm-hmm. 
It really, it really does. It, like it pulls you drive the planet. It's sad. So I'm gonna make, I'm gonna make another post about. It. I'm gonna keep making us think about it until something's done, because it's ridiculous. Like we shouldn't have to deal with that. I mean, I understand that they they have the netcode set up so that people who are far away or don't have great pings can play, but it shouldn't be at the expense of of those with good pings, you know. Uh, but for the last piece, let's talk about the new comics that came out. There were two that came out since our last podcast. Both 10-page comics. The first was a Reinhardt comic, which, I mean, these comics, they're really not exploring the lore the way I really want them to. Nah, you know, you're not getting it, yeah, you're not getting any backstory. Like basically, the 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 comic that was Reinhardt and somebody it didn't tell us who. I don't know who that girl is. Right. I think it might be his like granddaughter or daughter or something. Or they just well, did they give her? I don't. Mechanic? I don't think they I gave her a name or anything like that. No, but they, they ride into a town. The they're looking for food. Um, you know, and they run into this gang who's been, I guess, uh, pillaging the town. Uh, Reinhardt stands up to him. And they kind of threaten to hurt people, so he stands down. They, you know, they beat him up, but then he goes and gets his armor, and he beats them up. And, yeah, you know, I, it tells you, yeah, it, it tells you about the the character of Reinhardt. You know, like right. that that that's the thing. Like, you know, he has a little speech that he says. I'm pretty sure not to them, but in his head about right. you know, standing up for justice and stuff like that. And you know, his armor makes more sense because, you know, he, he, he like, you know, he, as he, when he's fighting the guys, as they're drive, riding toward him, he sees them as dragons, and he's probably, you know, concerning himself the dragon slayer. Mm-hmm. That's what it feels mm-hmm. like. So, you know, with Reinhardt, um, you, you, you get a little insight more into his personal character, and that's it. With the Junkrat Rokog one called Going Legit, uh, that one, you really, I mean, we already know that, I don't think we understand more about their character, we just more understand more about their relationship, and actually, Roadhog doesn't even speak mm-hmm. in the game, it's more like a 3CPO, R2D2 relationship, where Roadhog will grunt something, it's intelligent, you know, you can't understand it on the page, but Junkrat understands it, so he explains what Kind of like, you know, in his dialogue, he's explaining what Roadhog is saying. Rocket and but, Groot. I think that's yeah, a bit of a better it, analogy. Yeah, well, either one works, because it's the same damn thing, Bond. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mr. Wright. But no, um, yeah, so, I mean, in their story, they, they got tricked by a businessman or a suit into blowing up a building. You know, the suit told him that, oh, no, there's some hostages here, and the police can't handle it. Can you help me be a hero? And it was really a trick. They just wanted the building to get blown up by terrorists, quote-unquote, so they can get the insurance money. I do like how they left it, where Roadhog hooks the guy from the window, and they leave him to hang on top of the building. But actually, they didn't leave him to hang. Like, he hung there, and Junkrat planted an explosive, and it blew up. But it kind of seemed like Junkrat was interested in going legit. Yep. You know? Well, kind of. To a degree. To a degree. He was interested well, in there's still legit. explosives? <laughs> are, are, there yeah. has to still be explosives, yes. or else legit just isn't worth it. <laughs> yes, he, there does have to still be explosives. That was the funny part. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I like that one better than the Reinhardt one, even though both comics, in my opinion, just really aren't, uh, I don't know, but I, I want more lore, yeah. you know? More story well, behind we all them. want more lore. Right now, they're just buffing up their characters that they have right now. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to the new animated, uh, animated because it's supposed. To, I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be four animated movies. 
is what was what we counted before, I believe. And um, I thought they were all going to be out before Overwatch. I mean, unless they come out in the next two weeks, we won't see them. But I do know for sure there's a Hanzo and Genji one. Or probably one right before launch. Yeah, like, like that yeah, one. That like the Hanzo Genji, Genji. That's lore stuff. The Widowmaker, uh, Mandata. That's lore. You know, a recall. That's lore. You know, that that's that's good lore. Explaining different parts of the game. You know. Uh, but these comics really aren't hitting the mark. I really want to read that graphic novel, but I don't want to read it in digital form. I, I found out that you can only get a hard copy of that book if you were at PAX. Like, that fucking sucks. Like, why? I'm sure it's on eBay if you want it really bad. I don't want to <laughs> buy it from secondhand from somebody for 500 bucks. I want the opportunity to buy it from fucking Blizzard, but they obviously don't want my money in that aspect. It'll probably be like a merch thing like on the store for like a brief moment of time later in the future I maybe bet. i don't know i have tons Most... of like these like these art books and shit like that and these shits ain't cheap man like, i will buy that shit actually <laughs> bonds you saw some of these last time you were here right actually some no, of the books that I... you got from pax in general yeah i see you walk out with like freaking armloads of stuff man that's like Dude, 45 I... 50 pounds worth of books yeah like i easily walk out of pax with like 200 300 dollars worth of art books Mm-hmm. Holy shit! Oh I yeah, love, you know, yeah. I love, I've, I've seen. It. I love things I mean, that I, I can't do with an arcade say. stick. But damn, I, 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 that's the funny thing. I, I love things though. that I can't do because I can't draw for shit. I'm terrible at art, but I love fucking art books. You know, I love art books, and I think it's because I can't fucking draw. Just like <laughs> I love watching fighting games. I love going to FGC events. I love watching uh, tournaments, but it's I can't play fighting games that well. You know. Like, I won't watch... Like, I, I have a hard time watching competitive Overwatch. I won't watch competitive Counter-Strike. I won't watch... Compe- well, I'll watch, like, the grand, like the finals, maybe the top eight of a StarCraft tournament. But I really won't watch a full StarCraft tournament. Um, but it's, it's even StarCraft, I would say I'm, like, mid... I'm, like, above intermediate in StarCraft. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not even that great there, so maybe that's why I can watch it, but yeah, I don't know. I stand on the shoulders of giants in StarCraft. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, so. We're getting wrecked, we're getting wrecked. Don't worry, here I come with my freaking massive fleet of carriers or Yamato cannons, battle cruisers yeah. that I built on an island not separated to anything. <laughs> yeah, so this guy, just to, and we'll, we'll end the show after this, but for you StarCraft fans out there, this motherfucker plans <laughs> for end game at the beginning of the game. He's yeah, right. he, he from the start of the game. He's trying to build end game units, <laughs> hey. which is why if we're if we can't hold them off, we die because he's not ready. There but, have been uh, some times though where it's paid off. <laughs> a few times, less than when it has not. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah. but um. Yeah, let's end the podcast on that note. Um, now, I, I would say that our next podcast is going to be the day Overwatch comes out. But we do have a special podcast that is going to be available next week. This is episode 8. We're just going to title 8.5. Um, we're actually going to get the guys from Double Tap, which Mikey is one of those guys. Yeah, I'm going to have to try to like make sure you don't kill one of them. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to get the guys from Double Tap on the show because uh, you know they're into uh, competitive games as well, and they have been playing Overwatch. So we wanted to get their thoughts as uh, you know new players, but also competitive players. I know that Meza had some 
things to say about Tracer that he's trying to take back, but I'm not going to let him take it back. <laughs> I'm not going to let him take it back. It's already too late. Mikey tried to warn him on Double Tap if you listen to that. He didn't heed Mikey's warning. So, uh, but we will have. I tried to save his soul. <laughs> I tried. Yeah, so we will have another episode of um, Watchpoint Radio next week, episode 8.5. I think we're going to put it out on Monday. Uh, so that we don't clash with WoW Talk. So, because WoW, that next Tuesday is WoW Talks Tuesday. So, uh, but just be on the lookout for that. You know, uh, make sure you just pay attention to social media, or if you if it's in your RSS feed, you, you will get notified automatically. Uh, but as always, thank you for listening. Um, we have other podcasts for you to enjoy if, if you want to. This is Watchpoint Radio, obviously Overwatch and Community. We talk about here. Uh, we also have WoW Talk, which is our World of Warcraft podcast. Nick returns next week to oh. WoW Talk. Nick is returning. His baby is eight weeks old, actually over eight weeks old at this point. So it's a man. And he can return to podcasting. <laughs> okay. So I've seen it full beard and everything, just like Nick. So, uh, but yeah, Nick returns to WoW Talk next week. Make sure you're listening to that. Uh, and I gotta say, um, on that note, uh, big thanks to Jeremy for taking over while Nick was gone. Uh, it can be tough to run a podcast on your own, especially when it's your first time doing it and there's nobody there to help you, (laughs) you know? So good job, Jeremy, uh, for running the show while Nick was gone. Uh, we also have in orbit, which is our destiny podcast in orbit is comes out every Monday that we come out. So if you listen to this, the week it came out and orbit just came out on Monday. The last one had Jorge and Mike Perry on it. Uh, we also have uh, double tap, which Mikey's on, but also Meza or Jeremiah and Dre, which is a crash tag. And they don't just talk about a specific fighting game or fighting games in general. It's fighting games in the fighting game community. I think that's the major talk you guys have. Yeah. It is more about the community. Well, yeah, we try to, we try to be as like open as we can with the community. We try to like listen to what the community is talking about, stuff like that. But we also don't. I mean, don't get us wrong. We also talk about like the latest and greatest news patches and stuff like that that might hit a game. But we do try to focus on the community itself. Right. So uh, check out Double Tap. Uh, their next episode will be next week. It will be on Monday. Uh, now we also have a brand new podcast coming for the division called Sit Rep Radio. And that will be every week. That is actually going to be a weekly podcast. Uh, so just listen out to that if you are a Division player. I know times are dark, but even after listening to this last podcast, <laughs> I was like, huh, maybe it's not as dark as I thought it was. <laughs> so I'm not on that podcast, by the way. Uh, but yeah, so Sit Rep Radio, we will have... Actually, we, we, the first episode is already recorded. The first two episodes are recorded, so you're going to get at least two episodes very soon. And then starting on Monday, uh, there will be an episode every week for uh, The Division. Mikey is looking in disbelief right now. <laughs> so should be great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, these, these guys... Uh, I'm curious. I just, I'm, I'm honestly curious. Just... Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm interested. Well, I was, I was thinking the same thing. On the outside, 
it looks bad. It's like, really? Like, you know, and I told you about the problem I had with the division, so I haven't been in contact yeah. with it. But, you know, I obviously I edit the podcasts here. So I was listening to it. I was like, okay, well, that's not too bad. Okay, that could work. And there's another update coming up I didn't even know. So we'll see. But yeah, Sit Rep Radio, the division, every week here on Mash Those Buttons. Now, uh, all of our podcasts, with the exception of Sit Rep Radio right now, can be found on iTunes, Google Play Music, Overcast, for iOS, Stitcher Smart Radio, Player.fm, Pocket Cast, SoundCloud, and we also have RSS links for every podcast if you just want to use the RSS feed yourself. Uh, you can find us on Twitter.com slash MTB site, Facebook.com slash Smash Those Buttons, and YouTube.com slash Smash Those Buttons. Mikey, where can they find you? They can find me on Twitter at K-E-Y underscore L-O-C-K. E, right? E, yes. <laughs> I forget sometimes. Like, yes. Uh, no, wait, no, that's wrong. I lied. K E Y underscore C L O W. Oh, Key Cloud, that is right. Right. I, I got another tag. I got too many tags. I need to consolidate. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, mine is underscore jaw underscore much more simple than Mikey's. So it's underscore J-A-A <laughs> underscore. You can find me on Twitter. Uh, and if you enjoyed the show, uh, please, and you, you have anything to say, good, bad, uh, you agree with us, you disagree with us, we would love to hear from you. Uh, let us know what you think. You can contact us on, you know, anywhere, Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, a comment on the site. You can email us, anything. We would love to hear from you. Uh, so just contact us if you want to. And if you did enjoy the show, like I said, and you want to help support us, uh, just share the show. That's that's really the biggest thing you could do for us right now is, uh, you know, just find people who are like-minded and say, hey, I got this great podcast for you to listen to. Um, we would really appreciate it. That would, that would be a huge help for us if you feel so inclined. So thank you very much. And uh, I guess that's going to bring us in. So thanks for listening. And we will catch you guys next week for episode 8.5. Take care. Say bye, folks. Come on now. <laughs> Take it See easy. See you later.